In three, two, one. Hey everybody, it's the middle of the week and I am wearing a knit cap indoors for reasons I don't fully understand myself. But that's not what's important. What impo- what's important is it's Wednesday. Sports Wednesday. <laughs> I messed that up. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> All right. We're going to pick this back up. But that's not what's important. What's important is that this is Sports Wednesday. Amazing. That was an extra little <laughs> at the end. I, yeah, I think that the uh, the maestro there with his week off has just rested up and really put some, some energy and power behind the jingle this week. Nice work, maestro. Yeah, middle management is not taking him down. I love that. That's right. Hello, everybody. I'm the big man on campus, Pete Brown, and this is Sports Wednesday. Joining me from the David Blatt Hall of Fame is basketball legend Matt Longley. Coach, how are you? I'm doing great. All right. And from the frozen basement of Hake House, our live music aficionado, it's the maestro, Brian Hake. How are you, Hake? <laughs> Just dandy like cotton candy. Oh, it's got a rhyme. I'm looking uh, I'm looking forward to the music tonight. I got to tell you, I heard that guitar when you were warming up, and I'm like, all right, let's do this. Oh, am I doing music? I didn't say anything on the show sheet. Oh, yeah, it's implied. Right. Oh, darn it. It is implied. So, folks, uh, you may be wondering why we didn't have an episode last week, and uh, it's because uh, I was traveling. I was overseas, and uh, while we certainly want to train up the entire Sports Wednesday staff on getting the podcast out, we just, we aren't quite there yet. So uh, we did we did try to get an episode together. I just couldn't get it edited and out the door on time. So our streak of consecutive episodes ended at 13, uh, and this is the start of a new streak. So. Glad to be back. That's a good number. 13 is a good number to finish on. Certainly is. Uh, and if you recall, um, last week I texted him like, guys, what time do you want to do the podcast? And and you guys were like, uh, sorry, we're, we're at the Blue Jackets game. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, yeah that, that, was, that was cool. Cool. Uh, and I actually did. did I actually did. Yeah. I did record an intro, uh, but it turned into like 28 minutes of me ranting and raving <laughs> about you guys. So I thought to open today, I might share a couple of these. Now, you guys know uh, I'm, I'm a funny guy, but I often don't know when I've taken a joke too far. And I feel like by the second or third clip, we're going to we're going to feel like I've crossed a line here. Well, that's what I, I appreciate. Let's do this. I texted the fellas earlier today and I said, Hey, what time do you guys want to, what time do you guys want to get on and record tomorrow's podcast? And then, uh, the maestro texted me back and he said, uh, coach and I are going to the blue jackets game. Won't be back till late. <laughs> I, know. I know, but I was like, you know, cool, 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 cool beans, cool beans. Good, cool. Blue jackets game. That sounds cool. You know? I figured, you know, I'm I'm going on a big trip tomorrow, so you know, I probably probably would have had to pass if they had asked me. Although, you know, they didn't didn't actually ask me. 
So, you know, but that, that's fine. That's fine. That's cool. Cool. I'm, I'm cool. I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm glad they're going to the Blue Jackets game, having a, having a fun time. You know, the Nationwide Arena is downtown. It's a great little area. And, you know, there's some churches nearby. So if they want to pop in and get fucking married, they can. <laughs> so, so it just went downhill from there. 28 solid minutes of that. <laughs> Now you you know how I feel, Peter. Uh, I'm just toying with the idea. I'm toying with the idea of editing it anywhere and like making it a hidden episode that people can get by subscribing to the newsletter or something like that. You absolutely have to. We'll try one more. Oh, oh. I should point out too that uh, once uh, Maestro let me know they're going to the hockey game, he texted, "Hey, how about uh, Coach and I record some banter and then we text it up to you?" you know. So I thought, yeah, that that was really really generous offer there, you know, so that they could go to the hockey game and then also still be on the podcast with some witty banter. And I was like, Oh, please, please. I will be waiting anxiously up here at sports Wednesday headquarters by myself, waiting for you to share some of the fucking scraps from the blue jackets table. (laughs) Oh, the vitriol is so good. I'm glad you guys are laughing. I was, part of me was worried if I just put that out as, while I was out of the country, oh, no. you guys would have listened to it and been like, "Oh, oh no, so, no, that would have that would have been gold." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> just to clarify for our listeners, uh, Coach and Meister aren't assholes. This was a little league event that you guys were down there for. Yes, yes, yeah. for our, for a baseball thing for our team. That that's the story. If we're sticking, sticking to, to it. it. That's right. <laughs> All right, we'll do one oh. more. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm just kidding. And, and I'm glad they're there. Cool, 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 cool. They're having fun. They're having a good time. Really got into hockey last week. I got to believe this was like a free ticket situation, you know? Because I, I know the coach. The coach hasn't paid for a ticket since like 1996, that <laughs> championship finals in Columbus. He's just one of those guys that always gets free tickets, you know? And they, they had two free tickets, you know, and they knew I was going on this big trip and. You know, they don't give a fuck about having a streak of show. Totally get I'm happy for them. I hope they're having a really good time. I hope there's lots of goals being scored. I hope somebody advises the coach not to call the hockey net a basket. You know, maybe doing the podcast last week and their their hockey segment and you know, maybe they put on those Pittsburgh Penguin hockey sweaters and just were like magically transformed into double secret hockey sweater buddies. <laughs> All right. Oh, <laughs> Uh, of course it is. All right, folks, let's just get right into Act One. Uh, we did we did take last week off, so we couldn't talk about the Final Four before it happened. So we're going to wrap it up today uh, with our Final Four recap. We've been talking about March Madness the last couple of shows. Uh, first of all, I thought... It, Super fantastic and entertaining March Madness overall. Um, Coach, you want to talk through the final four and, and how you saw it play out? Yeah, I mean, obviously the the left side, I like to call it, with Loyola and Michigan. Um, oh, there it is. Uh, wasn't necessarily uh, chalk how it was supposed to play out. And Loyola being a great story um, – made you know change the change the final four a little bit you know it wasn't the blue bloods every time and um michigan being the hottest team and it, it played out right it looked like it was going to be scripted but boy those there was some villanova just absolutely destroyed anything in their in their way 
they were absolutely they're a really good basketball team. And I, I want to be the first one to admit that I did not believe that at all. So if you went to the time machine, I probably said something I don't believe in uh, Villanova. I don't think they can do it. So uh, I want to be the first one to say that I was really, really wrong, which I am about a lot of things. Yeah, the time machine does uh, have several records of you <laughs> talking about Michigan State's dominance. Yes. Um, so – so I watched. I watched the last thing I saw before I got on the plane was the Kansas State Loyola game, and Loyola in that game shot fifty three percent from the three point line, sixty three percent from the field. And I think oh, I tweeted play, right before yes. I left. I was like, if they shoot like this, they're going to win the national championship. But right. Michigan shut them down a little bit, and then in the championship game, I thought Michigan just looked like they were out of gas. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were exhausted. Like they they literally were were running on 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 fumes. How about you, Maestro? Do you watch the the games? I watched the second half of the the championship the other night. And yeah, I, it was. I agree. Even their big man, man, he was he was kind of falling apart a little bit, getting frustrated. Oh, he was raising his hand to come out. Yeah. Just like you do in eighth grade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys are winded. No, you just raise your hand. I'll I'll send. I'm gonna send Chucky in. <laughs> Good old Chucky. And then Villanova, they they take their best guys out, and the guys come off the bench and just kill it. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I ended up I picked Michigan just because everybody and their brother was picking Villanova. I, every ESPN expert had picked Villanova. Not a single one went for Michigan, and I thought, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot. And uh, of course, I'll pay for that when we total up the scores. But uh, Villanova second national championship in three years. Is that right, Coach? Yeah, that is. And I got to tell you, it shows, um, look at the teams that did make it this year. I wanted to make this point, um, which is opposite of of Kentucky and a lot of the one and dones. This was a senior laden team, just like Loyola was, just like Michigan was, which it's it might. And I want to knock on wood and say that this could be a great shift for college basketball. I would love to see more basketball teams that play like Villanova. That was good, good team basketball. It was good, good Catholic basketball. Good Catholic team basketball. <laughs> and we all know the coach is the coach is not a fan of the one and done teams. The, the no. John Kyle Park specials. No, if you will. So uh, here's the other thing: Villanova not only won their second national championship in three years, but they powered the Maestro to victory in the Sports Wednesday uh. Pick'em tournament over on Yahoo. So congratulations there. Uh, thank you very much. There were some doubters on this panel. Yeah, I'd be the first one. <laughs> so tell me what your secret was. I'd really like to know. What was your secret? What 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 brought you to victory? I'm going to keep those secrets to myself. All right. I got the soundboard working now. That's your applause there, Maestro. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Picking, so for a long time, it looked like my wife was going to win the tournament. She had picked Kansas State, and as long as they were winning, she was in first place. Uh, looks like, coach, your your second son, your middle son, took second place. Yes, a friend of the show, Brady Earhart, in third place. And uh, holy cow, where am I? <laughs> we're way down there. Uh, I'm down there in tenth place, and then uh, coach, <laughs> you are in thirteenth place. <laughs> 
Which is a great number. It's right where our streak yeah. ended. Thirteen. See, I did that on purpose. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, I know I knew I knew once you picked, you know, Michigan State and Virginia to go kind of far, that was that was gonna doom your bracket. Yes. Uh, the good the good thing is we had brackets in there. We had one chosen by the Magic Eight Ball, one chosen by coin flips, and one chosen by Maestro's Taste and Mascots. And uh, you beat all three of those. Oh nice. But which one of those three did the best? Yeah, Maestro's Mascots uh, okay. was in 15th place, Magic 8-Ball, <laughs> and then the coin flip came in second last. Second to last. All right. And, Chef, if you're listening, a good effort getting a bracket in there, but you only got nine of the games, so. <laughs> <laughs> he did so what, well. What do I win? Oh, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> it, it changes everything that I have. we have to give the gift to you. So it's it's going to be great. I know for the whole time we said it's going to be a fantastic prize yet to be determined. And I have to be honest, for the last few days, my wife kept saying, what is it that I'm going to win? And I was like, oh, man, she's not going to be happy with us, <laughs> Matt Long with basketball card from 1972. <laughs> that's what that's what my son was asked. It's like, so how much do I win? I said, mm, what define what you mean by much. <laughs> Go. It goes it goes to figure that the the, the f- one bracket I finally do and win, there's no money involved. Yeah, I know. That's like you won. Yeah, that's that's a little disappointing. For but you, a lot of me. pride. But a lot that, of like, pride. Yeah, a lot, a lot of uh, a lot of bragging very, rights. Yes, some seasoned pickers. Uh, well, we did do a second chance bracket from the Sweet 16 on, and none of us none of us picked the right teams in that. I, I'm just throwing that whole thing out. That was an exercise in futility. Oh, I was awful. I mean, not not a single one of us picked Villanova to go no. from the Sweet 16 to the championship game. Well, we were all hedging our bets, right? We were picking the other teams that we didn't have in our... Oh, no, I picked the same ones. That's why I did just as shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I did not change. Poor coach. A, a single pick, and it it proved to me, it did really well for me. <laughs> Shame on you, coach. Shame on me. Well, I, I think the last thing I want to say about it is I went into the tournament this year knowing more about college basketball than I have in years, and it's just from doing this podcast and the fact that we've been talking about it. I was by no means an expert, but uh, I wasn't just picking blindly, and uh, I still did terrible. Me too. I, I, having knowledge did me no good. Maestro, if you were going to give us a tip on how to pick a winner, what 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 is that tip? You know, I, I just I just played with played with the vibes that I was getting from uh, such a rock and roll thing to say. All the various news sources that I you know I check in on from time to time, they just they just sent me those vibes. So you went with <laughs> you went with the vibes. Hey, that 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 that's some good advice. We should bottle that up and sell it. Honestly, <laughs> there was there was some random dude. There was some random dude on. I think it was on ESPN. I was at a. I was at B Dubs, and he was like, "I'm telling you, Michigan is going all the way," and he made a believer out of me. That's why I picked him. Man, man. Okay. Nice right. And then Man-out-ed. in Villanova, I think I watched them play. Early, you know, just a random game during the season, and I thought they were really good. And see, the last three games that I followed in Villanova, they lost, I think they lost to Creighton and they lost to Xavier. And uh, they had a tough time finishing off, uh, was it Providence? I think in the the tournament final, I'm like, these guys are pretenders. 
But you know, what am I? What yeah. are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? They're gamers. Well, I thought Pitt was gonna be up there. You that's for sure. did. <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. That's enough of that. I think we got we got to remind people that Sports Wednesday is brought to you by Hoopsters, the greatest basketball themed board game you've never played. Why haven't they played it, Coach? It's, it's, it's not out there yet. It absolutely is not. This game that Coach and I invented back in 2003 when he used to call me before he went to hockey games. <laughs> and we're trying to get it to market every week or every every podcast, I should say. I can't say every week anymore, as always has been ruined forever. Uh, Totally ruined. But when it, yeah. But whenever we can, we'll give an update on bringing it to market. Uh, I, of course, have been traveling. I, I have no update on Hoopsters this week. How about I you, do not. But um, I think I need to throw the gauntlet down. We need to have a real update um, within the next two podcasts. We have to have a real one. Something, something substantial. substantial. We need to do something. I was going to say, I got like a uh, Harbor Freight Tools catalog in the mail, and I looked through it today. Oh, nice. So there you go. So there's that. There's that. That was a terrible commercial, but that's all right. <laughs> I, I, do, I think that I think the off week has really thrown me off. It's taken a little while to, to get my rhythm. Here. You'll get it. Coach and I played hoopsters with uh, Bob Robsky uh, between the first and second period. He, he loved it. He really did love it. He really did. He's hoping that once this hits the market, we'll make a hockey one. That's right. And if we do it, how they did those electronic games in the 70s and 80s, right? It'll be the same exact game with a different face. Right, (laughs) exactly. All right, so that's Hoopsters. So uh, we're going to move on to Act 2. All right. You ready? Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. It's time for Act 2. Nice. Nice. That really saved it. So I'll tell you, the main reason I was in Ireland was, you know, we're thinking about making Coach's Irish accent a bigger part of the show, and I wanted to know how authentic it <laughs> and was. And that was my first question. Yeah. It's got to be way off. <laughs> so I was going to say, before I left, I would have given it an A. Uh, now it's a B, okay. B plus. You know, it's it's, it's in there, though. Yeah, it, it, it's weird. It's a weird because I was in Belfast and I was in Dublin, and it seems like a weird mix of those two accents. It, it is. I, I've never honed exactly what region it comes from, and I have to tell you, the more I drink, it it definitely finds its rhythm somewhere. Um, it's got a little fat bastard in it, though. Yeah, it, see, because I can do. See, I can do a Scottish accent too, and then once again, if I have been drinking, they tend to mix each other, and they become this crushed together Irish Scottish. It's it's something to to behold. <laughs> well, well, you know, uh, Belfast has a professional hockey team uh, called the Giants, and the tour guide, when he's pointing out their arena, said, "That's where our ice hockey team plays." <laughs> <laughs> like he said, ice, like how we say noise, ice <laughs> without the end. It was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> noise. Did you get a Belfast Giants uh, sweater? I didn't. I didn't get a high. I'm still hockey sweaterless. I'm actually protesting the hockey sweater for all time now. I know. I'm sorry. It's, we've destroyed it. I'm not sorry. 
Here's what we're going to do here. In Act 2, I have cut together your game highlights, oh, okay. although, Maestro, you just sent a couple more. So th- we're going to drop those in here, so we're going to have a little audio journey of what it was like at the Blue Jackets game. All right, we're headed into the Blue Jackets game, and I'm here with the Maestro, our our hockey expert. Is there anything that I should know about or you want to key me into, things to look for for uh, a hockey game? We're walking to uh, a hockey game, and they're asking... Oh, wait, we're going to a hockey game? Just like we said, the greatest color guy of all time. Thank <laughs> you. We're in our seats. What are you? What are you thinking? What's the prediction for tonight? I'm predicting the Blue Jackets Foundation. Goals. I'm predicting number ten. I think that the Jackets are going to pull it off, win ten straight. The last time I was here, they scored ten goals, so I'm expecting eleven because they've always got to take it one step higher. It's like a spinal tap. <laughs> Turn it up to eleven. Turn it to eleven. It's not loud enough. Got a packed house. This could be a very, very good game. Brandon Davinsky, a healthy scratch. These are great seats. Shoot it! I know. Hammer it. Oh! Woo! Back in. Oh, put it in front. Oh, hammer it. Oh. Charge. Oh. So I'm here with Brooks Longley, my son. Yes. And uh, this is his first time at a pro hockey game. So, uh, so Brooks, what do you think? It's good. Great insight. What did you like? What do you like the best? Yeah. What, what, what's the best part of hockey? They get slammed against the walls. Slamming against the walls. All right. So he likes the violence. The Start fights. him young. The fights. Reporting live here at the Blue Jackets game, this is the coach. Gotta love a little low sherry. Coach, what do you think so far? Well, they've scored three goals. Uh, last time I was here, they scored ten, so they got a lot of work to do. Great game, though. It's been a it's a, been a great second period, no doubt. Yeah, and I wish we would have had the audio because there was such a great moment when they had the puck outside. I said they're going to score, and you said I think so too. And two seconds later, what they do? They scored. They put the biscuit in the basket. It was three seconds into a power play. Fantastic. Greatest greatest sport to watch live. Uh, Blue Jackets won, am I right? Yes, they or zip. Or nothing. Nice. Good game. And so here's what I wondered. Uh, what What's the out-of-pocket of going to an NHL game now? So <laughs> it's not cheap at all. So the tickets. Especially if you take a couple boys with you. Oh, God. All they want to do is eat. They don't want to. I mean, yeah. it's, it was 50 bucks a, a, a pop. 
for the tickets. For the yeah, wow. So were you in the lower bowl? Yeah. So okay. and then so that was that, and then um, I think I got away with just well, I got away. I mean, he wanted to eat a lot of food, but I did not uh, have to get a uh, souvenir. You had to get a souvenir, didn't you? Yeah, I bought a, a cap. Yeah, a cap. Yeah. Yeah. The- and then beers were eleven bucks a pop. Yes. Twenty four ounce can. I love mm. that. So we each had about six of those. <laughs> Noise. 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 It's not it's not cheap so, at all. So, it's not. Yes. If you're going with two people, you're easily gonna put out 120, easily. 130 bucks. Like it's a, it, yeah. I don't know how people do it, but it's it's not cheap. It's yeah, I don't I don't I don't know how I could ever take my whole family unless I got free tickets. Oh, it tickets. has to be free tickets. Yeah. I mean, it's it feels almost as expensive as, as like a Buckeye game, like a college football game, because those are way expensive. That's what this feels like. That's right. Um, and, the, and even even the Ohio Bobcats tickets are now up to nine dollars each. That's highway <laughs> robbery. <laughs> okay, so before we go in, so Act Two is going to be dropped in there. Uh, thanks for recording that stuff, guys. I I know you had a good time there at the game, and uh, probably have all sorts of neat inside jokes you can share on the podcast. And we will. And we'll probably wait to, to have those stories when you're you're around right in front of you. It'll be a lot more fun that way. Excellent. Well, hopefully I'll have a microphone <laughs> nearby. <laughs> Let me see if I can do one more uh, one more little take for you here. Please. The Blue Jackets are winning, by the way, right now, uh, two to nothing. So, you know, Coach and Maestro have gotten to jump up and cheer and, you know, high-five each other, <laughs> talk about how much they hate streaks and how having a streak of podcasts in the week is, is like the least important thing in the world to them. But, you know, I'm glad they're there. I'm glad you're there. I'm glad the Blue Jackets are scoring. I, I hope they're having a good time there while I'm here uh, doing the podcast. And I did. I did ask them. I said, go ahead and, and record some, you know, some banter, record some game sounds. We'll, we'll pull a little segment together. Share it on the show. In fact, the first one just came in. It just got texted. So we're going to listen to this live. Hi, Maestro. It's me, Coach. Where's the baskets on the basketball court? Oh, Coach. It's me, Maestro. This is ice hockey. The baskets are hidden, and you have to find it once you catch the golden snitch. Oh, you know so much about hockey, Maestro. <laughs> Oh my god. That sounded just like yeah. me. It does. Goes on for 28 minutes. Uh, <laughs> I was on a roll. It was some good stuff. I'm glad you're all laughing. Okay. So uh, before we ju- go, go into Act 3 here, I just want to remind you, if you want updates on the development of Hoopsters, head to hoopsters.store, plug in your email address, and you'll be on the newsletter. You'll be among the first to be notified if and when we ever get this game off uh, off. Off the drawing board and into the market, and you know we had we had a lot of good uh, momentum for the first few weeks, but we God, we did. we've been in a lull. We really got to break out of it. I'm telling you, the next two weeks we have to have real real progress. Okay, well let's move on to Act Three. Opening day this past week, baseball is here. I know, Coach, you're you're happy about that. You you have some things to say about baseball, right? Strike three, you're out. Oh yeah, I love baseball. Um, Opening opening day to me is like a, a national holiday. I I absolutely that really like a lot of people take the you know the Thursday and the Friday off for March Madness, but I think next year I'm taking opening day off regardless. 
because they had baseball all day. And those, those games are like first round games to like March Madness because teams like the White Sox and teams that have no chance, zero chance of making the playoffs feel like they've got optimism and they win games and they're high-fiving and they're, they're jumping up and down. And it's, it's great. It's like the the best day of the year that everybody thinks they can win the world series when reality they can't. Um, But you get great things like, uh, like with the white Sox, Matt Davidson, he hits three home runs in the, you know, which he's on track to hit. Let's see about 500 of them then. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, that reminds me of, you guys remember Tuffy Rhodes? Yeah. Carl Tuffy Rhodes. Carl Tuffy Rhodes, three home runs, opening day for the Cubs. He's uh, so <laughs> it shows what kind of uh, future uh, Matt Davidson has for him. Yeah. So wait, and, the, uh, the White Sox they, they don't have a chance this year. Zero chance. Oh. <laughs> yes, that, that just gave them a shot. Coach writing them off means they're probably <laughs> going to make the playoffs. <laughs> well, since yeah, since their win, they're one and three. So that that tells you anything. <laughs> it's over. Yeah, it's over. And we saw an inside the park home run. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, uh, Here we go. You mean last night? Sports talk for the medium fan. Who hit it? Was it Encarcion? Oh, Edwin Encarcion. Yeah, he hit it last night. I watched it. It was fantastic. Went off the left field wall. Upton misplayed it, and he was lumbering around second yeah, base. Yeah, he's not super <laughs> fast, is he? No, 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 no. He is not fleet of the foot. That will be his one inside the park home run. But But faster than any of us, I bet. Oh, by far, yeah. by two seconds. But <laughs> in baseball terms, he's not. Okay. Well, uh, it, I saw the Yankees opening day got postponed because of snow. That's just weird yeah. when, you know, it's it's snowing. It'll be snowing in April, and then we'll have all summer, and then, like, late October when the playoffs are going on, it's going to start snowing again. It's like we're, we're parentheses by snow in, in baseball. Yes, it's a, the bookends of snows. Um, yeah, they had five and a half inches of snow. Okay. It's, it's that's just strange. So, so my question for both of you, and I think we'll go to Maestro first on this, was uh, tell me about a surprise team to watch. I, I don't want to hear about the teams that made the playoffs last year, the power teams like Cleveland, New York, Houston, uh, and that was supposed to be L.A. or or the Nationals. What, what's a team that just might surprise some people this year, Maestro? How about you? So, I don't pretend to know baseball like like Coach, but. My vibe meter is on the Milwaukee Brewers. The vibe meters on the Brewers. Yeah, Take the it Brewers. to the base. Coming out of the NL Central. I just, I don't know. I just, I got a, I got a good vibe from them. And I know they'll, they'll be battling with the Cubs all year, but I, I, I feel like they were surging last year, you know, near the end. And they're going to carry that through. They've got some exciting players and some good talent. So that's my surprise pick. Like to make the playoffs? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, so that's okay. a good thing. Uh, here's here's something interesting about Milwaukee. I I I think this is true, but I don't know if it's true. I think like their sausage race was like the first major large food mascot race <laughs> in Major League Baseball. I think it's they were, be true. They were the innovators because they were doing that years before Pittsburgh was running pierogies or uh, what have you. They also have uh, a coach- they also have a little mascot. It's a little white. Small dog. I don't know. It just showed up at their camp or at their stadium or oh, something. Oh yeah, that's right. It's like a little dog. Yes, I thought that was interesting too. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you what. I love the Brewers logo from the '80s, which was the M and the B that looked like a baseball mitt holding a ball. 
because I remember I was like looking at it one day on on a kid's hat and and it suddenly like I was like wait a second it's an M and a B that is awesome (laughs) I see it it's like those old 3D uh, posters from the 90s I see it okay who's your surprise team coach uh, for me, um, I, I'm staying in the National League, um, and I think the one team – I'm picking the Diamondbacks as a surprise team. Um, they gave everything L.A. could take last year, and uh, I honestly bl- believed that they were going to come out instead of L.A., but you know that changed. But I, I think the Diamondbacks have what it takes to, to – the West is wide open. I mean, compared to the American League and uh, in certain places, the West can be won. And the National League can be won. I, and I think the Diamondbacks have what it takes. The Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. I don't know why. It must be because the Diamondbacks didn't come into existence until I was in college. But like, I'm always surprised when, when their name comes up and I go, oh, yeah, they have a team out there. <laughs> yeah. Diamondbacks and the Rockies. Yes. So, well, I'm also going to stick National League, and I am going to pick the undefeated Pittsburgh Pirates. I know. Who are currently 4-0 right now. I hate to curse them, but, uh, you know, they are my National League team of choice. Uh, I have the Pirates hats, one of my go-to hats, and that's basically what I'm basing my pick on. Okay. As long as you're honest about it. <laughs> right. Pete, Pete you're, hang- yes. you're hanging out with me too much. Yeah, your your pick for Pitt in, in a Final Four and Pittsburgh is your surprise baseball team. Those are great picks. Great yeah. picks. He's a wannabe. Yeah. He's a wannabe Yenzer. God, he for sure. He really is. I'm just. I just want to get in one of those hockey jerseys. Oh, it was soft and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's talk about the Sports Wednesday official fantasy baseball team, Coach. You set this up. Let us know uh, who we have and how it's going to work this season as we manage them. Okay, so the draft was on, I think it was on the 25th, um, which I found out it takes, it was a lot longer and much more involved than I thought it was going to be because you basically were on the clock every two minutes. So we are, um, we have a nice team. Uh, Some highlights, we have Chris Bryant. um, We have uh, Bryce Harper. We have on our pitches, we have Strasburg and DeGrom from uh, the Mets. Um, we have you, Darvish, who stinks, but um, we do have – we have a nice squad. It, 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 it played out well for us. Um, so the way it's going to work is I managed the team this week, which we are winning 6-2 to two over Kevin's team. And next week, it's going to suck be – Suck it, Kevin. Suck it, Kevin. <laughs> Nobody, asked Nobody asked you, Kevin. <laughs> Um, next week, um, I'm going to bestow this upon uh, BMOC. Can you take okay. it next week? All right. Yeah. So I will give you all the things and you will run it. You can make any trades you want, any waiver wire switches that you want. You just have to tell us that you're doing it. That's the, the keys, rule. The keys to the kingdom. The keys to the kingdom. Okay. Just so do I, wait, do I get it starting Sunday or Monday? Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Yes. So it goes Sunday to Sunday to whatever. So um, – yeah, and then you'll get it after that, and then we'll just rotate. Okay, good. And has anybody uh, in the league signed Felix Fermin yet? No, he is wide open. Okay, good. He is wide Very open. Good. Him and uh, Miguel DeLeon are wide open. Nice. Okay, so that's our fantasy league team. I'm glad to see that we're winning. Uh, hopefully that will go well. Is our team just named Sports Wednesday? Sports Wednesday, yes. We're not the Fighting Wednesdays or 
No, I just said Sports Wednesday. I'm sorry. That was that was a non-creative move myself. I can change names. I'm gonna call us. Maybe should I call us the hockey sweaters? <laughs> I know Maestro's itching to get us a new logo, so maybe he can design it. It'll be the logo for our fantasy baseball team, Ooh, and then we can... yeah, we get some t-shirts. Yep, absolutely. Ooh, I love that. Okay, and then uh, our prospect updates. Uh, Coach, I, I saw you added this late, so I, I have no idea what my prospect's doing. I'm not sure well, if Maestro does. I can, I, I, I'm going to give two updates. Uh, one is on my prospect, Eric Lauer, who was one of the last, uh, last players sent back down to the minors uh, for the Padres. Uh, the book on him is he pitched very well. Expect him to make um, – he's going to be on the Padres major league team at some point this year. Your prospect, I don't know if you saw this, Pete, but uh, on the last day of spring training, the Toronto Blue Jays played a game in Montreal. Yeah. And it, and your prospect, Vlad Guerrero Jr., hit a walk-off home run in his dad's – in the home that his dad built basically, which is fantastic. Nice. nice. Against the, the Cardinals. So I thought that was a cool story. Nice. Hey, and I also yeah. appreciate you giving that update since I wasn't prepared. That's kind of like when you play Little League and you you give up a bunch of runs and then you come into the dugout and you're like, let's pick it up, guys. Let's pick them up. <laughs> let's pick them up. How about you, Maestro? Do you have an update on your prospect? I don't, but I, I'm pretty certain that he is not going to be playing this year. He's probably in the in the minors for one more year, but he's still there. I think he's in double A. Yeah. yeah. I think he's still a top prospect for them, but I don't think he'll be in the majors this year. And, and let me ask you this, Coach. Your prospect, Eric Lauer, you anticipate him coming up coming up because he needs some seasoning and the team's season's basically over or coming up because he's going to actually no, add value? He's going to add value. He's he, They have uh, three of the they – they basically have these three top pitching prospects. So Lauer being uh, – you know, he went to he went to college. So basically he's not a young 18-year-old. He's 23, 24 years old. Um, I envision the first injury they have to a starter that he's going to be the first man up and he's going to be in the rotation. I, I, I envision him being their fifth or sixth guy in the rotation and knowing baseball guys are going to get hurt. He's going to get significant time, I think. Yeah. So probably, probably before the all-star break then. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that that would be my prediction. Locks of the week. All right, guys, we're going to move on to locks of the week. I have an extensive scoreboard update so I can, I can, make sure our standings are all straight before, before March madness, Maestro, you were in the lead 20 of 26 mm. uh, coach. You had 16 to 26. I had 15 to 26. So here's how the scoring went down uh, for every correct game. You picked out of the 63 NCAA games. You got a point. So Maestro, you were in first place, 39 out of 63. That's actually pretty amazing. When you think about it, no wonder it is won. really amazing. Uh, coach 34 out of 63 and I had 33 out of 63. Uh, I'm going, our, our championship game picks were the ones we tweeted out. So you two both picked up a point for Villanova. I lost a point on Michigan. As I said before, I'm going to throw out that second chance tournament bracket. It just was no fun. And we all did terribly in it. <laughs> and then in, in the NIT, Penn state beat Utah and Maestro picked Penn state from the beginning. So he gets a bonus point there. Son of a bitch. So Actually, after all, Actually, actually, I think I think Coach picked because we did it twice, didn't we? We did. Yeah, and I, Co- I think I Coach had Coach picked it. Nebraska. I think. Oh, I did. I went with the Huskers. 
Gotcha. Okay. And I went with Pitt yet again in another <laughs> tournament they weren't playing in. So. <laughs> Uh, okay, so after all of that, this is this is the standings going forward. Maestro is now sixty-two of ninety-one. That is an astounding sixty-seven percent. I'm just we we gotta just call Maestro Lock of the Week. I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah, we're gonna change his nickname. I need that's to get ridiculous. Call me Vegas, Coach. Uh, after your horrible start, you have bounced back. You're now fifty-two of ninety-one. That's fifty-seven percent. And then I'm okay. coming. 50 of 91, 56%, or as I like to say, 6% better than a coin flip. <laughs> okay. So those those are our standings. Uh, that's the update there. So this week's lock, I asked you to pick a Major League Baseball team that you think will win three games before the next Sports Wednesday episode recording, so a week from tonight. Okay. Maestro, you want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Uh, I picked the Nationals. I think they're oh, going to win. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they're playing. They're playing a bunch of games against the Braves and the Mets over the next. Gosh, they're playing. I think they play five or six times over the next few days. They first, do. Yeah. So that's who I picked. Good pick. They're yeah, high real good pick. Jackass. You can pick this. You can pick the same team. No, I can't because if I'm ever going to catch you, I can't pick the same team. That's just like that's it's like uh, kissing your sister. I got to keep it different. Well, and what is that difference? I I got to find it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm just going to go. And, I'm going to pick it without even looking. Okay, I, I'm going to pick. Um, I'm picking the Red Sox. Boston Red Sox. Yes. Oh, they play Tampa Bay. They play a series with Tampa Bay. I'm picking the Red Sox. All right. That looks pretty good. Go Sox. Wicked smat. <laughs> Wicked smat. All right. I'm uh, I'm going to pick the Texas Rangers. No, my. <laughs> Rangers. I didn't know you had a Boston accent in there, too. We really have been underplaying the coach's abilities. <laughs> the Rangers, that's W's team. That is W's team. Uh, they they played pretty be- well last year. I know they're playing the A's in a series. So you're picking the Rangers. I was I was I was originally just going to pick the Twins for no reason because it just popped into my head. But then I looked at the at the Rangers have three games against the A's, and then uh, I'm not sure who they play after that. It doesn't matter. You just you're just assuming they're going to sweep the A's. You, you're that confident. I love it. I I have no I have no respect for the Oakland A's. None. None whatsoever. You hate the jaw. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so that, so we got Nationals, and then Coach, you picked the Red Sox. I'm writing this down so I don't forget. Good and idea. I picked, I picked the Rangers, was it? Okay. All right, so your upset special is to pick an NBA team, and this is actually just a transition to next week. I think we'll be talking – next week will be the last week of the regular season for the NBA, so I think we're going to be talking a lot of basketball next week. Uh, so pick an NBA team that is not in playoff contention that you think will get a win this week. How about you, Coach? All right, I'm going to go uh, on the 7th of April. Uh, the Chicago Bulls are playing the Brooklyn Nets, and that's at home in Chicago. Brook, or, uh, the Bulls will win. The Bulls will beat the Brooklyn Nets. Put it in the bank. Put it in the bank. Okay. That's- <laughs> All right. How about you, Maestro? 
Uh, I'm picking a game that's also happening on the 7th. It is the L.A. Clippers are going to be playing the Nuggets, and I predict that they will win. Who will? <laughs> what you said? You said two teams. One of them will win. <laughs> the Clippers. You want to pick them both? The Clippers will win? Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. I don't like your tone, coach. <laughs> no one does. What do you got? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Monday, April 9th, and I am going to pick the New Orleans Pelicans over the LA Clippers. Okay, so you're taking the Pelicans over the Clippers. The yeah. Pelicans aren't in contention. I don't believe uh, so. They are actually in the eighth spot. So yeah, that's what I thought because I was looking. So at that, that too. is a. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm going to take Damn. the Houston Rockets that's over right. Phoenix. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, what do you want? Okay, hang on. I got to pick another game, and all I'm doing is looking at the Pelicans' schedule for some reason. <laughs> That's not going to help you. Unless you it. pick them to lose. Yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, no, no I can't pick that. <laughs> all right, I, I'll pick the Detroit Pistons over the Memphis Grizzlies. How's that? Okay. Okay. I, Detroit is not currently in contention. Are they, they are five games out. They're not going to. Yeah. Okay. They're not going to make it. Yeah, so we'll be talking NBA basketball next week, uh, looking at the potential seedings and and the paths for the various teams there in the NBA. Excellent. So uh, those are upset special picks, by the way. There's no uh, there's no penalty for not getting those right. Just a bonus. Yep, yep. It brings us to uh, Judge Maestro decides. We did this a couple of episodes ago. This is always fun. Uh, it's Coach's turn to throw out a topic uh, and assign me a side to argue. And I have 15 seconds, and he has 50 seconds to argue. And then Maestro chooses uh, which he thought was the better argument. Okay. So, Does everybody know? Love it. Can we have some? Can we have some oh, intro yeah. music for this segment? Ooh. Ooh. Let's see what I can pull out of my rump. All right, Coach. Are you ready? Let's hear it. Okay, so this is going to be a very simple, simple debate. It is Twinkies versus Zingers, and you have Zingers. Go. I'll tell you what. The Twinkie is nice with a a cream filling, but the Zinger has icing on the top. And not only is that tasty, you can peel it off and throw it at somebody on the bus. So the Zinger is tasty, and it's a weapon. I'm going Zingers all the way. Okay. Zingers. All right. You ready? Okay. Yep. Twinkies. Waiting. <laughs> Wasting time. I'm waiting. Okay. <laughs> Twinkies. It's so simple. They're spongy goodness. They're sweet filling. The classic taste. They're everything a Zinger wishes it was with its weird coconut or its weird flappy weapon uh, filling or whatever the, the frosting is. I mean, let's think about it. The Twinkies, they tried to vanquish the Twinkie. They tried to get rid of the Twinkie. But guess what's still here? The Twinkie. And it's going to be here for the rest of our lives. The Twinkie is the only snack cake in the snack cake war. Twinkies. Okay, Maestro. 
singer. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. Hostess went out of business. Twinkies overrated. So you picked it purely for the fact that you like the zinger, not based on the debate. I call foul. It's the hipster choice. Your, your debate was your debate was all fluff. <laughs> My debate. It was all fluff. Like, there was no there was no I, I, no substance. No substance. Like the Twinkie itself, it was devoid of meaning. Oh, that's this is a you travesty. Said, this is a travesty. You said cream filled. <laughs> Pete said cream filled, but he has the icing. Yes, which is disgusting. You know what, uh, you know what, Coach? You can you can argue for Twinkies all you want the next time you and Maestro go to a Blue Jackets game. <laughs> here's here's the one thing your debate was lacking, Coach. What? You didn't mention the deep fried Twinkie. Had oh, you mentioned the deep fried Twinkie, I'm going I'm I'm to stop you right there. That's that, the deep fried Twinkie. That's a joke. You don't eat something that's perfectly fine as it is and dip it in batter to make it better. You can make butter taste better if you dip it in, in batter. The Twinkie by itself is a beautiful piece of culinary goodness. You're wrong. You're both wrong. <laughs> and f- fun fact, both deep fried Twinkies and deep fried butter are available at the Ohio State Fair. <laughs> We're not the sixth most obese state in the nation for nothing, folks. Oh, God. Pete, you forgot one important detail about the zinger. It's a... Th- it's a two-pack. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. So I, I, this was a losing race for me right off the bat. I, I Somehow I thought I had it, and you two are all – it's collusion. It is collusion. <laughs> it was your debate. <laughs> I know that. Right, right, but yeah. somehow you colluded against me. All right. Sorry, sorry, Coach. As, as you can tell if you're listening at home or, or you're watching on the live stream – Coach does not like losing. <laughs> He's not a fan of losing in any way, shape, Where or form. No. All right, guys, I, uh, I skipped right over trivia, so I want to bring it up here before we do final thoughts. And I had originally said April baseball trivia till I realized that was kind of hard to find, so it can be any baseball trivia tonight. Okay. I think I'll kick off. Go first. Go for it. Yeah, let me kick okay. off, because that is one that I was actually prepared for. Okay, so... There are five major league batters who have been intentionally walked 250 or more times in their career. How many can you name? There's five total. 250 times? Yeah. Barry Bonds. Okay, Barry Bonds is one. <laughs> yep. Uh, Mark McGuire. Eh. No, okay. Um, oh, crap. Uh, Reggie, no, not Reggie Jackson. Um... Mm. Five, five. Yeah, so you want some hints David now? Justice. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how far back we have to go. Do we have to go really far back? Uh, you, you, you don't. To the seventies. Oh, to be, the seventies. Okay. Yeah, so, in, um, late sixties. They only started tracking intentional box in nineteen. I was going to say because you probably would have a lot of them with Mantle and right. Maris and all of them. All right. So late seventies. So. Uh, Dave Kingman. Uh, <laughs> Hank Aaron. Hank yes, Aaron. Hank Aaron. Okay, Hank that's Aaron. it. Two. Um, There's one active player on this list. Oh. Uh, not uh, Giancarlo Stanton. Uh, no, no. I'm not no. even sure who that is. Okay. 
How about like, uh, how about like, uh, oh shoot, the, like the, what, the big hurt? Oh, Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas. Yeah, no, no, Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas. Shoot. Okay, let me, let me, uh, unless you, you guys want to guess some more or you just want to want to Throw us a bone. Give us the team name. Maybe that'll help. Uh, okay. Uh, he's on the Angels. Oh, Mike Trout. No, Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's right. And, And uh, one... One has a son who is one of our adopted prospects. Oh, Vlad, Gr- Vlad Guerrero. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. So there's one. So you've got one more. one more. Do you guys want to guess? Give me give me the, uh, the this, league. Throw us a bone. This is Amer- American League, I think, and I think it's like actually late 60s. Ooh. American League, late 60s. Uh, Frank Robinson? Ooh, close, no. Okay. It's uh, okay. So let me give you the numbers. So Barry Bonds is first, six hundred and eighty-eight. Yeah, he was walked all the time. And that's like this is what's so amazing. Number two is Hank Aaron, two ninety-three. Oh my god! <laughs> Almost like four hundred more intentional walks. Uh, Albert Pujols is third at two eighty-six. He'll probably get past going He'll to get three hundred. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fourth is Willie McCovey. Willie McCovey, McCovey at two sixty. Who I saw play live. Yeah. Yeah. And then fifth is Vlad Vlad Guerrero uh, Vlad at two fifty, so intentional okay. walks. Nice. I, oh, I do like. Yeah. So since nineteen fifty five, that's been tracked. All right. So what do you got there, uh, Maestro? Uh, this one's probably too easy for you guys, but uh, who is the first uh, major leaguer? Mike Schmidt. <laughs> to have, <laughs> Damn it! To have to have his number retired. Oh, is it Babe Babe Ruth or Ty Cobb? I'm gonna say Babe Ruth. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm gonna give. You, I, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go with. I'm gonna give you four choices. Oh, okay. Great. Go ahead, Mike Schmidt, uh, Cy Young, George Kelly, George okay. Kelly, Charlie oh. Charlie Robinson, Baby Ruth, Baby Ruth, Lou Gehrig. Oh, oh, you know what? I'm, a, I'm starting to think Lou Gehrig. I'm thinking Lou Gehrig first. Before, he, before yeah, Ruth, it's Lou yeah. Gehrig because Lou Gehrig passed away, I think. Yeah. It's got to be Lou Gehrig. You are correct. We're guessing Lou Yes. Uh, nice. It, he, uh, his nice. number was, was retired two months after he retired. Oh, yeah. Number four, 1939. Yeah. Ooh. I consider myself, self, self, the luckiest <laughs> lucky, man. Lucky, lucky, luckiest man. In the face, face of the earth. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> All right. All right, coach. What do you got? So mine has to do with um, the whole trend of trying to make the games shorter. So instead of uh, what I thought is, could you guys tell me what is the longest game um, that was ever played? Now, I want to preface this. I'm talking about in matters of time, not innings, the longest game that was ever played. Um, I'm going to throw one out because one was played over two days. So that's that, that I don't I don't believe that one counts. There was okay. one in 1980 or 85, uh, White Sox versus the Brewers. They played six hours in one day, and then they played two more hours the next day. That's eight hours, but I don't count that. But this okay. one was in 1989, and the closest to the time wins. Uh, 1989. I can tell you the teams. It was Astros Dodgers. Astros Dodgers. Okay, and uh, so so we're guessing Any times. Yes, hours and minutes. So, so I'm going to guess it was five hours, 30 minutes. Okay. I'm going to guess 
Six hours, 20 minutes. <laughs> I bid one dollar, Bob. Coach, do you want to guess too? So six no, hours straight? Oh, I, thought you, I, I thought you were giving me minutes. Okay, no, you were both wrong, but Maestro was closest. Five hours, Pete. That's like a normal baseball game. Yeah. Uh, this <laughs> one, this one was seven hours and fourteen minutes. Mm. Um, interesting wow. fact about this game: Astros did win five to four. Um, during the game, they had used so many pitchers and position players that uh, Fernando Valenzuela mm. actually played first base. Nice. Nice. It was 1989. 1989. Astros 5, Dodgers 4. How many innings was it? It was 19. So wow. the show sheet says baseball trivia. It doesn't really say Major League Baseball trivia. So really the answer to that question, yeah, I think... The Red Wings game. Was my, a, there's a minor league game. No, me and my friends, we played a game. Oh. We, it lasted the whole <laughs> summer. I think it ended up being like 200 to, uh, um. to 180. Sorry. Wow. No, wow. That was good. This could be the we could be setting a record for the longest segment of all time, that's for sure. <laughs> no, that was that was uh, that was good. So that brings us to final thoughts. I think we need some music because uh final thoughts is our final thoughts. Something final E. It's the final countdown. Ooh. Oh brother. All right, I'm back in black. Excellent. All, All right, right. Uh, who wants to go first? I'm ready. Go ahead. Okay. Okay, mine simply has to do with unwritten rules in sports. So there were two incidents that I uh, heard about on sports radio, and one I heard about uh, was a baseball game. Uh, Brian Dozier getting upset that in a seven-run ball game, the Twins were up. They had the shift on. Um and the player came up and he – there was no outs. They were down seven runs in the eighth inning. The game is not over. And the guy bunted to beat the shift and, and got on first base. And Brian Dozier said that that was breaking a rule and you never bunt. And I call BS on that because there is no clock in baseball. And he had every chance to they – they actually did load the bases and they could have actually put a dent in the game and, and made it close. So I, unwritten rules bother me. As much as I love baseball, the unwritten rules bother me. The other one has to do with golf. And I'm just going to quickly say that like some of the golfers are getting upset because the galleries are too loud and they're, they're yelling after they hit the ball, like stuff like dilly dilly and in the hole. I'm like, if, <laughs> if they don't say that golf is dilly, so dilly. boring. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, screaming dilly dilly when they hit the ball. That's fantastic. I mean, come on. you got to get over yourselves. I mean, yeah. Also, you got to understand that the reason you get money to play this game is because people pay to watch yes. it. Yes, come on, it's a, it's, a, gotta, it's a gentleman's game, you know. Yes, we like to play golf. Yeah. So that, was that was that was that your esteemed gentleman voice? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good too. <laughs> I'm actually thinking I'd like to hear him more than the Irish guy. <laughs> we could find him another time. Okay. How about you, Maestro? What's your final thought? Uh, I, I really didn't have any final thoughts, but now that uh, Coach brought it up, it is Masters Week uh, this week. So, um, ooh, we should pick golfers. We should pick golfers. I used to actually do a ma- called it Masters yeah. Masters Challenge, where your point your point 
value was based on the the world rank of the player. So you would pick the top 10 and their point structure, like Tiger Woods would be like number one and like, you know, some other dude would be his rank was 25. And if he was in the top 10, you would get their points. Ooh. All right. Set it up. Can we set it up? I could do that. Yes. Set it up. I didn't understand any of that, but I'll pick Fuzzy Zoller. <laughs> Fuzzy Zoller. Fuzzy Zoller and the Walrus. He did win the Masters, I but the I, don't, I don't think he gets yeah, an exemption anymore. Yeah, in 1972. Yeah. His, his exemption <laughs> wore out, so he can't qualify now. I'm going to take Ben Hogan. Uh, okay. Right. Well, uh, that's a nice final thought. I, I like that you guys bring golf up because I will never put golf on the show sheet. <laughs> so you got to use final thoughts to bring it up. Pete, Pete do you want to reference your, your other podcasts and your, your days as a caddy? That's right. I could, uh, I could refer you all to, I think that's episode four of Pete Brown Says, where I'll talk about why I hate golf. <laughs> Fantastic episode. Okay. So my final thought, uh, actually, Coach, you brought this up a little bit earlier about the efforts to speed up baseball games. Uh, and one of them is, and it, I think it just started last year or the year before, but when you intentionally walk a guy, you no longer have to throw four pitches. You can just say, we're walking this guy and he gets to take first base. And I feel like that's a good way to speed up the game. Putting some sort of pitch clock on there is a bad way to do it. So I think they got to look for some of the other areas of the game, which uh, you can speed it up without affecting the strategy of what's going on. Oh, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, there are ways that the, 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 the intentional walk was a long time coming, but putting a time limit and, and trying to push things, it's not the right. There's enough little things you can cut from baseball. A lot of things. Yeah. I, I just don't want to see a, like a shot clock in the corner when I'm watching baseball. <laughs> no, it you know? doesn't feel right. There should be no clocks. There's, there's too much spitting. <laughs> <laughs> too much grabbing, too much, too much grabbing and scratching and spitting. Yeah. Barry Bonds could just go from the dugout right to first yes. base. He wouldn't even eight have to times a game. Play. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so anything else before we uh, call this one done? No, I'm good. All right, Maestro, you getting ready for some exit music sure. there? All right, everybody, pat your David Blatt Bible heads on the head. Sports Wednesday is done. Nice work. Was that original, Maestro? That's from Beautiful Girls. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Haig, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at sportwednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. Good times.